on this gorgeous sunny morning you're tuned into spice radio 1200 am and you're listening to the morning buzz with me natasha with me is mankaran and marisha and on the show today we have dr debra curry she is talking to us about the healthy climate solutions fair which is going to start this saturday now before i get to that let me tell you that you know a research says that there is a direct relation between good climate and your healthy body okay now did you know that we're going to talk to it talk to dog talk to deborah curry to find out more a warm welcome to the show dr curry thank you so much natasha it's so nice to speak with you the bc chapter of the canadian association of physicians that is cape has announced vancouver's first ever large-scale outdoor event and it's dedicated to healthy energy now you're telling me that there is a direct relation between healthy energy solutions and our health Absolutely, yeah. So a lot of people don't know this, but 9 million people um, worldwide die every year from air pollution. So burning fossil fuels is like cigarette smoking. It causes health problems. And that is why physicians are raising the alarm. Um, so in the fall of 2021, over 200 medical journals said that climate change was the greatest public health threat, and that was during the COVID-19 epidemic. So climate change causes fires and heat domes, as we've seen over the past year, of course, which worsen heart and lung disease. And extreme heat causes ozone to be created, which causes cancer. And not only that, but climate change causes ocean acidification and desertification, which can cause mass migration, leading to conflict and social unrest. And, you know, we're seeing this around the world with all of the different things that are happening from heat domes to fires to floods um but you know it doesn't have to be the end of the story there there are ways of decreasing our fossil fuel production and transitioning to 100 clean renewable energy well dr curry what you're telling me right now is another word for climate doomism right climate anxiety that's a real thing and while some of the world leaders well, not so anymore, have kind of not given as much importance to the climate emergency that we are in. Uh, we are in quite a bit of trouble, aren't we? Yeah, so, you know, I'm a family doctor in Vancouver, and over the past year, I've seen my patients affected by climate change. I've sadly had more than one patient die in a climate change disaster over the past year in the fires, floods, and heat domes. And, you know, personally, I have extended family in the interior of BC, and last year they could not even go outside because the smoke from the fires around them was so thick and, of course, affects your health, right? It affects your, your lungs and your breathing, and um, it can, you know, worsen asthma and heart disease. And I know I'm not the only one. You know, I hear from my patients about their families from around the world and, um, people who are experiencing the same thing. You know, climate anxiety is affecting myself and my colleagues. Um, that feeling um, that you talked about, the feeling of doomism, you can also um, say that that is full nostalgia. It's a new word um, that's being created in the climate movement, and it's a longing for what has been lost by climate change. And I think that's something we're all feeling. The weather is not the same. Our surroundings are being affected, and... We're not able to do the things that we once like to do anymore at certain times of year. And it does create that sense of loss, right? 
True, and and this kind of resonates with me, Dr. Kari. While you're in Canada, we boast about our clean air. Of course, the weather is changing and changing, and how, right? We've experienced a heat dome like never before. I come from India, where the air pollution is a big issue. And I know that day in and day out, whether we're smokers or not, lung cancer, lung issues, respiratory illnesses are, you know, at an all-time high. So it, it is kind of hitting closer to home. Now, uh, let's talk about this fair. This is your brainchild. How did it come about? Yeah, so I mean, this has been something that has been uh, building over the past year with, with Cape BC, so the organization, the doctor's group that I belong to. Um, you know, we've been talking about um, how we can inspire hope among our patients and among our community. And, um, you know, I've read different books um, by uh, cutting-edge engineers over the past year, like um, Mark Jacobson, um, and, um, and then listening to people from the climate movement who are talking about solutions, you know, people in Vancouver, um, like Seth Klein, who's written an amazing book um, about how we can transition um, our our societies to clean energy, and um, and so through our discussions and through going to different climate movements, I went to a movement called the Just Transition event um, in the spring of this year, and I met all these amazing um, people. Um, two of the artists who are working on this project, um, one of whom uh, is Wei Li, who's actually an Emmy award winning uh, storyboard artist who. Um, who's collaborated with us on this event. Um, I met him at the Just Transition event, and then we were just talking about, okay, what can we do to inspire people, and how can we use visuals to inspire people, and how can we collaborate? So this fair is a collaboration um, you know, between so many different people, physicians, nurses, academics, clean energy experts, we have artists from the film, graphic design, and animation world who live locally in Vancouver. Um, it's it's an amazing collaboration between um, a lot of people, and we want it to inspire people to think about what we can do um, to make these clean energy uh, solutions happen. Because you know the only barrier right now to um, transitioning away from fossil fuels is social and political. We actually have all the technology in place um, to to transition away from fossil fuels. We have the prescription that we need to transition away from fossil fuels. All that we need is to ask our governments to make these solutions happen because it's not only about individual responsibility, and in fact, individual responsibility is not something that we can um, use to make this transition happen. We need to use our voices and ask our governments to make these transitions happen because they're hard transitions, right? Like if they were not, we would be transitioning already. True. We've had things in place for so long in terms of, you know, fossil fuels and the way things work from a political perspective. And if we ask our governments and tell them this is what we want, that is what can create change. 
And Dr. Curry, oftentimes I find when we talk about climate change, there tends to kind of be a focus on, okay, the land and how it's going to affect our ecosystems around us. But is there a lot of conversation on how climate change impacts our health? And are you seeing a move in people talking about it in that way? Absolutely. So, I mean, this is something that the World Health Organization, that, you know, journals um, that focus on health from around the world, we are raising the alarm about the fact that um, climate change is affecting our health. Um, You know, I said at the beginning, there's over 200 medical journals um, last fall um, said that climate change is the, the greatest health threat. And the World Health Organization says repeatedly, this is a huge public health threat. And, you know, amongst my colleagues, um, you know, I belong to the Canadian Association of Physicians for the Environment. It's a national organization. We've been around for 30 years. But, oh, my goodness, over the past, you know, five years, especially over the past two years, we've had so much interest from physicians in the local community um, about the organization because they are realizing more and more and more that this problem, climate change, is affecting our health. And as things progress, it will affect our health more and more. And that's why we want to create these solutions. That's why we want to have a public forum like this fair, um, like the Healthy Climate Solutions Fair, so we can talk about these solutions Um, and indicate to the government that this is what we want. We want to protect our health. We want to move away from fossil fuels and move towards 100% clean energy. And what's interesting about the Healthy Climate Solutions Fair is that you're targeting our children as well, who are actually the future advocates for a cleaner, greener world. So tell us more, what's in store for them? Absolutely. So this fair is very kid-friendly. like I said, the exhibits have been uh, designed by Wei Li, who's an Emmy Award-winning storyboard artist. He designed the exhibits so that they are very visually appealing for kids. You know, some of them are uh, the exhibits have cartoons on them. Um, they're they're really wonderful. They look beautiful, and um, he designed the exhibits so that kids can go through the exhibit with their their families, with their adults, and. Um, and adults can explain what the pictures mean to their children by reading the text. Um, and we have clean energy experts at hand throughout the fair who can explain things to fair, go- to fair goers. Um, we have prop wind turbines that have been designed by set builders from the local film industry, so it's going to look really neat. And we have real exhibits provided by um, the clean energy sector, uh, such as solar roofs and um, batteries and really interesting things. But not only that, there's going to be a kids' art tent. Um, so the kids' art tent um, is, is provided by a local environmental organization called For Kids Vancouver. And Tyrlyn Ragazzi is a lawyer and a mother who's running that tent. And she has some really fun craft projects ready to go for kids who are attending the fair. How awesome is that? This starts on August 20th. It will run till September 17th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Milton Wong Plaza at the Olympic Village. Uh, Dr. Curry, before I let you go, is there an entry fee for this? There is not. So this fair was created by volunteers. It's completely free. And it just meant as a place for our community to come and really explore clean energy and the health impacts Awesome. And where can we find out more about the Healthy Climate Solutions Fair? 
Yeah, so you can go to our website. So our website is cape.ca. Um, so it's cape.ca backslash HCSF, standing for Healthy Climate Solutions Fair. Um, so just go to cape.ca. Awesome. You have a beautiful day and all the best for the fair, Dr. Deborah Curry. It's lovely talking to you. Lovely talking to you too, Natasha. Have a wonderful day. You too.